Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Black Women Amplified, the podcast. Your host, Monica Wisdom Tyson, brings you downloadable conversations that matter to women around the globe. We discuss all things black girl magic, amplify our voices, and transform our challenges into triumphs. Monica calls on her league of extraordinary women to push our boundaries, share their expertise, and stories of personal transformation. Welcome your host of Black Women Amplified, Monica Wisdom Tyson. Hello, Diamonds. It's your girl, Monica Wisdom of Black Women Amplified, and I am so excited that you're here. Yes, I called y'all Diamonds. I have been trying to figure out a name to call the tribe of Black Women Amplified. And I was like, amplifiers, just going through all types of names. But if you know, know me, you know that I am obsessed with Bridgerton, specifically Queen Charlotte. (laughs) And I love when Queen Charlotte chooses her diamond of the season And she tells a person that they are the diamond of the season. There was a video going around of her speaking to an interviewer and she asked her, could she say that to her? And I think I've watched it a thousand times and I posted it on the Black Women Amplified Facebook page. If you're not over there, it is like your dose of Black girl magic. I post videos and sayings and memes that are all positive affirmations specifically for us. Anyway, so. It has gone viral. Over a thousand people liked it. I don't know how many people shared it, but the comments were so beautiful. I cried. I think the first time I watched it, the first hundred times I watched it, I cried because it it was so tender and such a genuine moment. And, you know, we as Black girls don't get lots of comments, or I should say compliments, about us just being us. We might say, oh, you got cute hair or you have a cute outfit on or you have cute shoes, but our essence of who we are, that's far in between. Far and few in between is the proper way to say that. So anyway, I decided so that everyone feels like the diamond of the season to call us diamonds. So the women of Black Women Amplified are hereby knighted diamonds. Is that what you say for a girl? Knighted? I don't know. I'm not British. (laughs) I don't know the proper terminology, but I the knight the diamonds. (laughs) I am thrilled that you are here and I'm excited to have this conversation because we've had some great, great interviews with, oh my God, did you watch the Tony Awards? Our guests, our previous guests to this episode Natasha Yvette Williams was nominated along with the cast of Some Like It Hot for, I think, nine Tony Awards, and they walked away with four. But she had a conversation with us a few weeks ago about her life and her journey to Broadway. She's been on Broadway for over 20 years and has played everybody from Sophia to Mama Morton. Now she's playing Sweet Sue. And she was front and center and performed along with the cast of Some Like It Hot one of their songs. And it just looks like I can't, her publicist invited me to come to the show, but of course I'm not in New York. (laughs) So one day I'll get to see it, but watching the performance, she was just exuberant and everybody was fantastic. I love the Tony Awards is actually my favorite award show of all of them. 
because I love musical theater and I love the theater. I love the artists. I love the art and I love the productions. I grew up around it because my mom always took us to the Muni and the Fox and the theaters that were here. And so I fell in love with musical theater from the sound of music to showboat to seven brides for seven brothers, all the things. So anyway, if you haven't caught that conversation, it's a great, she has a great story. And then we also talked to her, love me some Liv Warfield. <laughs> I keep saying that, but I love me some Liv Warfield. And she just released her new song, Edge. And you can go to her Instagram and hear the song. Erica Hubbard, another Chicago girl. Liv, her and Liv are both from Chicago. And we talked to her about her acting career. She's been in over 50 movies and television shows. And I told her, I said, girl, you are a working actor. She's like the black girl, Kevin Bacon. She keeps a job. And now she's producing and directing and writing and doing all the things, expanding her empire. And just all of the women that have been here. But I just wanted to introduce to you our new series called Black Women Thrive. And I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but I just wanted to catch it for people that are going to stop it here and listen to the rest of it later. But Black Women Thrive is a series of conversations with Black women who are living their lives on their own terms. There is a lot happening with Black women right now. And it's not just because of the PAMI that we just came out of, although I believe that accelerated things, but we're seeing ourselves in a whole new way. And the millennials are teaching my generation, Gen X, a whole lot. (laughs) So first, I want to thank you for listening, sharing the podcast, and letting your friends know about it. I was just, if you go to voyagestlouis.com, they just did an article on me. I just did an interview with Dear Midwife Podcast, where I talked about the power of telling our stories, because I believe, especially my generation, we don't share our stories. Many of us are hidden figures doing these incredible things that the world doesn't know about. And not that the world needs to know about it, but I think it's important for us to share our stories. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the mundane. <laughs> just all of it, just to add to the lexicon of the American conversation. Because we are an important part of it, and those pieces are missing. We go from boomers, we go from the civil rights organizations to millennials. And there's a whole section in between that it's time for us to start filling in those spaces. And so that's why I teach a course called Unleash Your Story, where we we as women can get past our apprehensive ways of talking about ourselves. Because there are groups of people, we're going to call the chads, (laughs) who brag about themselves endlessly. Even if it's not the greatest thing, you would think it is the greatest thing on earth. But we as Black women... We can talk about our kids, our men, our jobs, our church, our favorite books, our favorite shoes, our favorite handbags, our favorite vacations. But when I say, well, tell me about you, oh, girl, and then silence. So I teach women, Black women, women of color, marginalized people, the power of your story and why it is important to share it. And that program is called... Unleash your story. And you can join our wait list for our next course. Go to blackwomenamplified.com backslash story. Get on the wait list. And it'll give you all the details. But moving forward, listen, 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 listen. You're going to want to 
tell your friends about what's coming up because I'm telling you, there is something going on with Black women. There is something happening in this country, and because we are typically ignored, nobody is noticing it. But I'm here to tell you all about it. But don't tell your friends who are not Black. This is just between us. Black, brown, indigenous, Asian, Latin. This is just between us. Okay? This is not for you to display to the world, but share this in your text messages and your group chats because it's an important conversation we need to have. But we need to be safe. I don't know if you could hear what I just said, (laughs) but listen, I'm telling you, there's some stats that are coming in that would just blew my mind. I I read or heard that they're expecting 40% of Black women to be leaving the, the corporate workforce. That's a huge number of women. And then I read some information where 100,000 nurses, all nurses, not just Black, have left the medical field and they're anticipating over 400,000 more leaving the medical field. And we can't even chart the number of teachers that are leaving education because of these new rules that if you teach about Black history, Blackness, Blacks, whatever you want to call it, that you can be, some places, put in jail, lose your job. It's too risky. It's too hard. And they're like, we don't make enough money for this. So there's a great exodus happening with us leaving societal norm positions in life. Teacher, yeah, we talk about attorneys doctors, nurses, all the things. Because one thing that we have noticed is that we continue to be underpaid, undervalued, and not acknowledged. And let me say this clear. Black women are exhausted, not from working, but from the things I just said. No, we're not being appreciated or paid properly. And that continues to put us further and further and further behind. Like Cicely Tyson says, we're at the bottom of the rung of the ladder. And it's to the point we're just going to let go and do what we need to do for ourselves. I wrote in my journal, yes, I have deep thoughts. I wrote in my journal, we have a power greater than the opportunities society offers. This society was created by us due to the demand for equality and equity, birthing this child that we call the United States. It's our time to harvest the multitude of seeds we have planted and nourished for the benefit of others. It, indeed, is our time to receive and thrive. So I wrote that because it's just time. We have pushed, we have pulled, we have opened, we have birthed ideas, innovation, all of these things. And one of my favorite movies is Hidden Figures. And I often tell people, I was just, I think I mentioned this earlier, but I told my cousin who's a science teacher, I said, had I seen Hidden Figures as a kid, it would have opened my 
eyes to the possibility of being an engineer or an astrophysicist or a mathematician, whatever was a computer scientist, all of these ideas of what we could do. But that information was purposely hidden by NASA because they did not want to know, want the world to know that it wasn't white men who did this, that it was the black woman in the basement called the computers. Yes, the title of computer, just the whole label of computer came because of those black women computing the calculations for NASA. So even the word computer is because of us. That's what I mean about we built all of these roads and not being acknowledged. So we, by the time that the movie came out and it was time to be acknowledged, most of the women had passed on. Thank God, Katherine Johnson, thank God Katherine Johnson was still alive to receive her flowers and her medal of honor because of her, we went to the moon. So Black women are awakening to our power and our deep desire for peace, peace within ourselves. We're tired of being angry. We're tired of being full of rage, and we are tired of being exhausted. We want to live a life that we love and just be left alone. And I'm speaking with Generation X in mind. We're the generation that forged the path of Black America and America after the Civil Rights Movement. And to further this conversation, I said, well, I need to do something. So it's not just me talking about it. We, if you listen to the previous interviews, we stated, and I just read an article in the Harvard, I read the Harvard Business Review. They had an article about imposter syndrome. Now, if you listen to my conversation with Dr. Stephanie Brown, you'll know that I don't believe in imposter syndrome. For Black women, I believe that there may be such a thing as imposter syndrome, but there are real things that are happening to us in these work environments. There are real aggressions and microaggressions that are actually happening. Systemic racism is so built into these systems in corporate America and business all around us that there are real, and then not only that, but the biases that are within the people that we work with, right? We are called, the perfect example of that is women's movement came out and everybody was wearing the pink hats and they didn't want, you know, they, black women were not on the stages until we pushed our way on the stages and until they needed us because everybody else wasn't bold enough to say what needed to be said. So I say all that and to say that because of this, and we look back and we have supported all of these movements, all of these people, and then when they're done with us, what do they do? Thank you for your service. Now keep it moving, right? (laughs) So here's the thing. We are in a place of a renaissance. So because of all of the things happening, and I didn't want it to just be my voice talking about this, because of course I'm a Black woman and I'm all about community, I wanted to invite women on who are building lives on their own terms and doing some amazing things. And when I decided to create this space, I was like, okay, God, I pray. I pray over everything that I do. And it just opened up and it's happening. Not only do I have Black women, but I have Afro-Latino women who are joining this conversation. And Afro-Latino women 
we rarely hear about them because when you're talking about Latino women, you see people like J-Lo and Eva Longoria, but you're not seeing the Afro-Latino women that look like Celia Cruz. So I invited them to the conversation as well. And these conversations are powerful and showcase the innovative mindsets reflecting of where we are right now and what we are talking about in our group chats, what we're talking about in our emails, when we're sharing articles and we're sharing memes about, you know, a Black woman just falling out. There was a meme that went around that there's a painting that was popular when I was in my 20s. And this particular painting was a woman sitting on the side of the bed. And it's, I forget the name of the painting, but it's done in blues and white and it's beautiful. You know how you could, you get on the side of the bed and you're exhausted and you just woke up <laughs> and you're just trying to get enough energy to stand up. So this painting reflects that. And it is one that has recirculated because it perfectly illustrates how we feel in our hearts right now. So because we are sick and tired of being sick and tired, like Fannie Lou Hamer said, we are finally moving it into action. Women are leaving the workforce. They're starting their own businesses. And even though the biz, starting your own business, being an entrepreneur is not glamorous, it ain't easy, but at least you can be peaceful and discover different parts of yourself. And here's the thing, the millennials, <laughs> they're making money dancing on TikTok. Now, Gen X is doing it a little bit, but not to the extent that they are. The millennials have led the way because here's the thing. They live unapologetically and they said the social constructs that you all have created, we're done. We're done with your gender social constructs. We're done with your luxury high-end social constructs. They want, and they are demolishing the paradigms that we created. We're like, hey, 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 wait a minute. We got to meet somewhere in the middle. (laughs) You just can't destroy everything we built without not understanding why we built it and then the necessities of it. So here's the thing. There seems to be a meeting of the mind between Gen X and millennials. It's like, let let me show you our stuff. Gen X is like, and then leave us alone. (laughs) And the millennials are like, well, let me show you our stuff. And we're going to keep bothering you because you need to do better. You know, it's like talking to your sassy kid. And here's the thing. When the civil rights movement happened, it opened the door. And then Black folks dispersed across America, right? So now you didn't have the red lines that kept you on one side of the town or the other. You didn't have the, even though the sundown towns are still geographically there, you did not have, you could move other places, Besides where they had put you, as my Uncle Harry calls it, he calls it our version of urban reservations, because this is literally what we are allowed to live in urban environments. And so people, once those constraints loosened up after the civil rights movement, people started sprawling out. And then you had white flight. So then you have areas that are less urban, more suburban, that are all black cities, All of those things are in the history books. But at the end of the day, what has happened is the millennials are like, okay, that's cute, (laughs) but we're going to do something different. 
And because of the internet that my generation brought forth, they have discovered the secrets that white folks never told us. How do you make $10 million on the internet? You know, you're working hard, you're living on your yacht, and you're living a laptop lifestyle. So some of these kids went and got those secrets, and now they're finally sharing them with us. And we're discovering new ways and new tools to live our life. And so with our innovation as Gen X, we're saying, oh, wait a minute. You mean I don't have to work this corporate job for 20 years? The kids are like, why are you loyal to a job? (laughs) Be loyal to yourself. And so because of that, we're finding new ways to live our lives and discover ourselves in a way that's full of self-love and self-care. Because we never really asked ourselves what we wanted to do with our life. We were given instruction by our parents, go get a college degree, get a good job, work until you retire, and keep your nose to the ground. And that's what we did. And now we look up, we're in our 50s. Some of us are in our 60s. Some of us in our late 40s. And we're like, but we're still sexy. We don't look like y'all did at 50. This is not the end of life. This is our next chapter. So what are we going to do with our next chapter? (laughs) So honey, let me tell you what. I am having this conversation that begins June 22nd called Black Women Thrive. And we are going to talk about it. We are not just going to talk about, oh, we left our job. We're going to talk about the inside job that needs to happen, our self-discovery, the divine feminine, feminism, femininity, creating your own job based off of the lifestyle that you want to live, different ways that you can make money, how you can turn your job into your client, all the things. I'm so excited about it. Listen, let me tell y'all something. God always downloads an idea to me. And he, it's not, it's not a question. It's not, hey, why don't you, it's, this is what you're doing next. So I knew that I had to get on it. And when I said yes, publicists were reaching out to me. Women who I asked said yes. And then we were on the Zoom like a few days later. Normally I booked two weeks out. We were, so it was just like, do, 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 do. Because I think it's important that we talk about it amongst ourselves and have this conversation. Because here's the thing. I remember when I was doing a talk show on Clubhouse and there was a girl who came on that said she was about to leave her job. She wouldn't give her name. She didn't have her picture up. She wanted to remain anonymous. So she came in because we would have a conversation. Then we invited other people into the conversation. I really missed that format. I don't know how I could do it on the podcast. I guess I could figure out a way. But she told us that five women at her company, high-powered company, five women in the last couple of years had died simply because of exhaustion. And they were in their early 60s. And she got scared because she was in her 40s and had a young son. And she was like, I have to be here for my son. So we literally talked her through the process. We were like, take time off, just take a sabbatical so you can get away and think. So she went to Hawaii for four weeks and then she came back on the talk show. And I was like, oh my God, I remember you. How are you doing? She's like, I'm so good. 
I took a break, like y'all suggested. I went to Hawaii for four weeks and I breathed. I, she said, I laid in the sun, I played in the water, and I just had time to breathe. So here's the thing. You don't necessarily have to quit your job and go to that extreme, but sometimes you just need to take a sabbatical. I have a client, her dad is a professor, and he took a university setting. He took an 18-month sabbatical because he needed a break. And I'm telling you that first part of your break, you are like laid out because you are tired. And that's the beautiful thing about the academic community is you can go take a break and come back. We need to normalize that for every job. And I've been looking at just different industries and companies are starting to provide that because they understand that mental wellness is important. We can't work our workers into the grave, literally. So all that to say... I'm inviting you to this conversation. I might do a pop-up Facebook page so that we can continue the conversation amongst ourselves. I want to invite you to Unleash Your Story, which is my masterclass about getting past the apprehension of telling your story so that when you do interviews or you have your business and you want to connect with your clients deeper, you want to have deeper relationships with people, that you Get comfortable with sharing all of yourself with people. Not all, most, more. Is more a better word? Does that feel better? (laughs) But listen, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited about this next series that we're doing. We did Black Women in the Arts around this time last year, or at least I started the process. But I'm excited to bring you Black Women Thrive because I think all of us If you have not already decided this has got to be different, we're thinking about it. And we're all in different areas of that conversation. Sometimes we're thinking about it. Many of us are sitting on the computer researching before we go to bed. How can I actually make this happen? Well, I have some women for you that have done it. And they're going to share their process with you, their mindset, what shifts they had to make, and, and what they did to make it happen for themselves. So share this with your friends that look like you and let them know that the Renaissance is happening. Okay. I'm sending you all love and light. And don't forget to go to the Black Women Amplified Facebook page. Stuff will be over there. Don't forget to go to the blackwomenamplified.com website. Information will be there. And as always, you can email me at blackwomenamplified at gmail.com. Although I have a website email, I typically use that for different avenues than conversations. But if you go to blackwomenamplified at gmail.com and you have a suggestion or you have a story you'd like me to share, if you just want to join in the conversation and know where to click in, hey, join me, have this conversation, engage. Engage, 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 because I know that we are all in the midst of our own renaissance as Black women, Afro-Latino women, Afro-Indigenous women, Afro-women around the world. Listen, we got to be here for each other like no other. Okay, I'm out. Sending you light and love diamonds. Diamonds, diamonds, diamonds. This is your girl, Monica Wisdom. Continue to plug in, share follow, and subscribe to the podcast. And don't forget, I have to say, don't forget to 
support our power partners, Vital Body, Buddha Tea, Podia, and Convert Kit. And if you go to the show notes, you'll find the transcript of all of our, not all of our, but our recent episodes, as well as information about our power partners. And you can check them out. If you love tea, you would love Buddha tea. It is my favorite tea. I've been drinking it for eight years. I get introduced to it. I don't think I drink any other tea besides that, personally. And Vital Body is a green drink. And when I was a hairstylist, I had all of my clients using it. It grew their hair, their nails. They slept better. (laughs) It's just all the things. It gives you, I think, up to 10 servings of fruits and vegetables in one scoop. Has your probiotics, your prebiotics, digestive enzymes. It's just goody, goody, goody. It looks, it's green. It looks like Oscar the Grouch, but it has a nice, sweet, citrusy taste. So, anyway, go to the show notes, check it out. And for Vital Body, there is a code for 20% off of every order, not just your first order, but every order that you make. Anyway, love you all. Talk to you soon. Next week will be part one of Black Women Thrive. Have an amazing day. Thank you for listening to Black Women Amplified. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and log on to blackwomenamplified.com for more information. Keep shining.